0: Hello and welcome to the weekend of eight a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am Brandon Thorpe, the Dungeon Master, and I am joined by... Cameron Ford, playing Tack McKnuckles.
1: Greg Brown, playing Gideon Wake. Ian France, playing Paid Asher.
0: Playing a Paid Asher? Yeah. And last time on our adventure, our heroes traveled west to the uh, village of Yelden, but decided to just skip over the entire village and check out what was going on in the woods. They further trekked in the woods and had an encounter with two werewolves that were hiding in trees, throwing spears at them. Eventually, after a pretty intense combat encounter... The werewolves put their weapons down as Pate showed them the emblem of the Bullywugs. The werewolves then knew that the uh, heroes were with them instead of against them. The werewolves named uh, Jameson and Julian decided to to escort them to the Bullywug village where they met Grubble. Grubble saw them and welcomed them openly was happy that they made it there. Uh, Gideon, however, was uh, not too happy because he couldn't stand uh, Grubble's voice. Pate then further followed Jameson and Julian to a hut where they were staying uh, to meet with another female that is part of their group named Emerald. He walked in and saw a female woman standing in a white gown slash dress wearing a circlet above her head. She looked at him and said, so you're Pate Asher. And they further had a little more discussion on uh, the situation at hand, and Pate asked her what the gods have to do with all of this. And that is where we're starting this week's episode. You kind of mean the court. court? Yes. Something
1: just... What are the werewolves' names? Gemma,
0: Jameson, and Julian.
1: Julian, okay.
0: So I was expecting I got, I, Jameson and Morgan. No, so I can no, do,
1: I, I got nervous there for a second. I thought you were using porn star names. Jesus,
0: no! Oh my God.
1: Jenna and Jameson. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. So, yeah, you you we left off uh, with you asking what the gods had to do with any of this. Yeah, what the order has to the do. The order, it. yeah. Yeah, because I don't know what the order is. Yeah. She looks at you and she walks over and she starts kind of like walking around and examining you as Jameson and Julian walk off and start mending their wounds. She kind of walks around a circle around you and looks up and down. She says, Hmm. For a part celestial, no offense. I expected somebody a little more divine. And she looks at you and sees your face is like beaten up. You know, you got like black eyes and all this kind of shit. And she looks at you and she says, I sense much trouble going on with you or much inner conflict. Uh... Sure, you can say that.
1: I'm, I'm not really here for a, a session about myself. I'm kind of worried. I've been asked to address mm-hmm. this stuff.
0: She nods uh, and she walks away. You know, just like kind of like doing like some mending stuff. She helps out Jameson and Julian. She continues to talk to you. However, she says you're probably wondering what the order is, as we are a uh, more rumored organization rather than confirmed. The Order is a group of werewolves that pass down a bloodline from generation to generation uh, in the name of Saloon, as, you know, our power comes from the moon, and Saloon has blessed us with uh, lycanthropy to be the way we are. So you're, you're a werewolf too then, right? That indeed. All right. However, as werewolves are known as notoriously evil, as we are blessed by Saloon, we fight in her name and for good. However, we only awaken when we are called... The red shooting stars, the red aura coming from the lake, the red moon you see, is Saloon calling us to help. When that happened, we noticed it. We came out of our secretive hiding, and we have stationed ourselves at all of the Moonrose Lakes here in Alteran. Uh Grubbel came to us and told us that he, you know, may know somebody that could help out. He went to you guys, found you guys, and brought you here.
1: All right, so have you figured out what exactly is going on, because I'll be honest, this is... You're the second person to talk about communicating with the gods about something bad happening.
0: Yes and no. We do, to an extent. We don't, to an extent. We know that there is danger. We know that this is not a mere mortal danger, but a divine danger. For Saloon to call us out in this form, with the the red moon, the red lakes, and the red stars, then... Something bad is coming. And we are able to communicate with her. But it is... What's the word I'm looking for? Quite dangerous, in a sense, for mere mortals to do it.
1: But with someone with divine blood, not so much, right?
0: Precisely. As we are gifted with lycanthropy from Saloon. However, we are still mortal and... Are mortal beings. We once all started as humans. We are now just werewolves, gifted by Saloon herself. But somebody with celestial blood, on the other hand, may be able to do it for us to figure out what is going on and directly communicate with the Moon God herself. All right.
1: I got three questions. Go ahead. First question: Let's say we walk away from this. We don't help out what's the outcome? Is the moon going to disappear? If Saloon is killed or devoured or whatever, or it just stops living? Like, like what's the effect of the gods succumbing
0: to this? For Saloon to send us this kind of awareness or signal, this isn't just a threat that she could simply handle. Or the gods are powerful. They are powerful beings. If it was something in danger that was going to, destroy them or harm them themselves then they could probably take care of it but for her to call out to us the order who have not been awakened in thousands of years something is threatening the entire realm of existence so this is
1: all existence then if we don't help the gods
0: as far as we know yes we do not become awakened to help unless it is a Strasic
1: second question Let's say I take part in this ritual or talk with Salim. I'm not going to turn into a dog, am I?
0: No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. This ritual that we were speaking of will only put you under a deep trance, and your physical body will be here, but your spiritual body will be elsewhere in a plane of existence which no mortal has ever set foot on before. But you are not fully mortal, Therefore, you will be able to handle the trance without going into shock or dying or your physical body deteriorating or having a heart attack.
1: All right. So I'm not going to be a werewolf. And no, this, this is nothing
0: to do with our gift that we have received. We pass our gift down from family to family, and it is, you know, by Saloon's grace. This, however, is a ritual that we were taught and is passed down from generation to generation to help find people to help us communicate with Saloon and her needs. All
1: right final question yes i'm gonna do this so is there anything that you personally want me to ask saloon because i'll be honest i'll i'll give you a kind of a, a heads up i've talked with several gods and even the sons of gods like scion and everything i'll be honest
0: uh scion yes he's kind of a dick but yes
1: none of the experiences have been fun So, I mean, if you have a question, like a personal question, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you would ask God. It's like, why are are we here or something like that? Like, I guess if I got time, I can ask it. But, I mean. Well, I would indeed ask her
0: why she has awakened the order, what we can do, and most importantly, what not (laughs) – never mind. I was going to say what not you can do for your country, what the country can do for you. Um, (laughs) But um, ask her – what it is that the mortals of this realm can help do. As if the gods are calling out for our help, if Saloon is calling out for our help, there are indeed many possibilities that other gods are calling out to their orders or their armies or their soldiers for whatever this threat may be.
1: All right, like I said, I'll do this. I got one last question, though. This yes. is
0: actually a personal question. Yes.
1: Are you all right with being a werewolf?
0: Well, yes, I am. My mother was a werewolf. My father was a werewolf.
1: I I know, but. Their parents before them. Yeah, but I mean, like, this seems like a. I'll be honest, I I was born into this celestial stuff, and I'm not really a big fan of it. So I'm trying to get a perspective on other people born into this weird.
0: Uh, I see what you mean. We did not have a. You know, I did not have a choice into this. I was born this way. However, being raised, I was told at a very young age what we were, our gifts, our unique abilities, but we were also taught to not reveal it or use it unless we were either called upon or in grave personal danger. We do not use it to, unfortunately, save others. We cannot do that. We do not use it to harm others uh, with intent. But when Saloon calls upon us, we have free reign to do so. When uh, needed to protect, we can.
1: But if you had the choice, would you be a werewolf? Like, if you were just a normal person and then someone came up to you and was like I could give you what you have now or in your current state would you take that offer or would you just want to live a normal life
2: Hmm.
0: she looks at the ground and kind of at her feet and looks at her hands as she's kind of mending uh Jamison and Julian and looks at you and says I've never really thought of it that way before the order has been a part of me ever since I was Born and that thought has never pondered my mind. Let me sit on that for a bit and maybe ask me again after I think some more. All
1: right. Well, well, I'm, I'm ready to talk with Saloon. Yep. So we'll. So, get this uh, she kind of like
0: way. puts her hand out and you know directs you to sit down. You know, just relax for now while she mends up Julian and uh, Jameson uh, to kind of patch their wounds. She says, "I'll be with you momentarily. Um, the ritual takes a little bit of time to prepare, but when we are ready, we will." Inform you, okay. So let's skip over to Tack real quick. Tack, what were you doing? I was going to like use Arcana to see if I can get a feel of the lake. To okay. See. Go ahead and roll an Arcana check. Do it with advantage because this thing's obviously magical as fuck right now. That's gonna be a fifteen. A fifteen. Okay. So no, with a sixteen, f- my Sixteen bad. with a sixteen. Um, even though that's not an insanely high roll, uh, and obviously this is very, very magical, it doesn't seem like a magical um, danger. It seems like, like fear. You can just sense fear coming from whatever this magical aura is. Hmm. I'm, uh... Almost as if like, this isn't Saloon trying to threaten you guys or hurt you guys or harm you guys. She's trying to warn you, and you can sense just the fear of her, the desperation of her call. I'm, uh, probably head back to the hut where... Where Pate went? Yep. Okay, you walk in, you see Pate, uh, probably about the tail end of the conversation he was having with, uh, Emerald about the entire thing, so you probably heard, like, the tail end of, like, the ritual, like, what he was asking her, um, you see him sit down, so you guys kind of go talk. Um, so your trance is four hours long. We'll say that for the next couple hours, you guys just kind of hang out. They patch up wounds. You guys kind of like take like a short rest, get some HP back, all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll say like four hours go by. Gideon, you come out of your trance, and it's probably like I don't know, like f- maybe like five AM at this point. Um, I want you to look in your satchel, and in your satchel, you see wrapped in a cloth a dagger. And on the dagger, there is a note. The dagger is glowing a purple aura. And as you unwrap it, the purple aura fades away. And it's a very basic-looking dagger with a note on the front of it says Gideon.
2: I open the note.
0: Okay, you open the note. I'm going to do a little trusting here. Uh, tack and pay earmuffs. We, we ear muffed up.
1: I can't hear
0: you. Okay. You open the note and it says, I need to speak to Tack. Stab him with this. Send him my way. I will send him back when I'm done with him. That's all you need to know. A push. Okay, <sighs> you guys are good.
2: I'm singing to myself. I heard ringing in my ear <laughs> really when I was doing I, this. I kissed the note. Put it in my, my my chest, just in my armor.
1: Okay. Hmm.
2: What a great day to be me. Hmm. <clears throat> I stand up and I start trying to find those two.
0: Okay, you would know where they went for the most part, because like when you were on your trench, you probably saw them like walk into okay. that building. Okay, so what you say we'll say you know a couple hours go by, you walk and you guys see Gideon walk in, and around this time, um, Emerald walks over to you, Pate. And she says, alright, for this to happen We need to go back outside We need to be at the lake If you're ready to do this now, we can do this now
1: Yeah, let's go Alright
0: Pete. did they know
1: about the The silence? I'm gonna be Asking some questions to the gods And then we'll figure that out Alright, we'll Find an easy way to bring that up, I guess.
2: Alright, because not sure if anyone else knows, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. This might be a bad time to bring it up, since they're about to perform some ritual. And... I don't... Apparently it can kill people if it's done improper, or with the wrong people, so let's wait. and And... I don't really want to bring this up but can you be on your best behavior when I'm gone
2: I'll certainly try
1: I don't need a try I need a promise
2: you have my word All
1: alright I'm trusting you on this one alright okay hit me good to go good to go Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he just passed out he just
0: smacked in the back of the head I just think of like Doctor Strange where she just goes pushed him to his chest okay him. she grabs your hand and she walks you into the middle of the lake it's not very deep it only goes like waist deep mm-hmm. you know it's not not super deep it's just kind of they're like blessed they are like roses coming around the side like as usual uh, this one does not have like a peninsula like in, or like an island like small in the middle it's just like big ass like roses around the outside of it she walks you in and you're standing there just straight up and she looks at you and she says okay now she pulls out a little, like flask, like a vial almost, and has a green liquid in it. She's now drank this, and the rest will be taken care of. But okay. you stay right here in the middle of the lake. Do not move.
1: All right. I'll take a whiff. How does it, it
0: smell? Smells like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, it doesn't taste as bad as it smells, but it might taste kind of like shit. There we go. Okay. Down it, okay. And I'm assuming that you, your body willingly lets whatever happens, going to happen. Or do you want to try to fight it off?
1: <laughs> well, I'll trust her on this. one. Okay,
0: so you just let whatever the magical, uh, you know, you essence got take over. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> you take it. You shit your pants all over the place. She laughs. She gives you a new everyone one. Everyone laughs. Oh. laughs. You shit all over the lake. The lake turns brown instead of red. <laughs> um, you drink this green, uh, this green liquid, and everything's fine at first. You look around. Everything's like you know perfectly fine. You don't feel anything. But then all of a sudden, you feel yourself sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into the lake. Uh Uh-oh. Eventually, you know, it went from being at, like, your waist to, like, your belly, then your chest, then it's at your shoulders, and then it's at your chin, and then eventually you are submerged in this lake. But as you get fully submerged, you are then in the astral plane. Oh, boy. And you're standing in the middle of space, just floating, looking around. <laughs> until you look down and all of a sudden you're standing on a platform. And you look around, you see nothing right now. You just see stars. No Help. moons, stars in the distance. Hello?
1: pay Asher.
0: You just hear <clears throat> you hear from the distance. Test one two. Test one two. <laughs> Oh, are you saloon? Help! Coming. Coming straight forward in the distance.
1: Uh, do I have any weapons on me?
0: <laughs> um, no. You're not naked, but you're like in bare clothing, you're, like nothing on you. This is like a spiritual entity right, body. I'm,
1: you. I'm, I'm taking a, a defensive stance. Okay. I'm, uh, uh, I'm go going. ahead and
0: make like an intelligence check, real quick. Oh, or do you like do like pers- uh, do like an insight check actually
1: insight? Oh hey 19
0: 19. Okay, you get the feeling that if you were to walk forward, even though you're just like on a small, like just like stone, like space platform, like you could somehow just like walk.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna take that famous leap of faith.
0: Okay, and... you step and a stone forms underneath your foot.
1: All right, let's see if it does that again. Okay, does it forward. again.
0: You keep doing, you keep hearing help, help, help I, from I, coming from you, I'm going over and over. Trucking Okay, you start trucking. The sound is getting louder and louder and louder, and eventually you get to, uh, it, it's almost not there at first, but then as you guys, like, out of nowhere, there's a glowing white light appears in front of you, and as you get closer to it, it fades away, and you see... That saloon, the Moon God is in front of you. She's standing in a white dress, similar to the one that Emerald was wearing, almost in similar garnish. She's wearing this, like uh, almost like the same like circlet above, but it's more grand. It sticks up like a goddess would wear, and she's standing there, and she has one arm. That is chained behind her, like trying to pull her in a distance behind her, and she has one arm in front of her, trying to fight off. And she's just pulling back and forth, trying to get back and forth. And the chain wrapped around her arm is glowing red, and she's trying to fight it off. She looks at you and she says, "You are him. You are. You are the celestial they sent." I'm running over to the chain, and I'm
1: just gonna just wrangle it. I'm gonna just go for it. Um,
0: as you do that, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw.
1: Uh, I got a 14.
0: A 14. Um, okay, your physical body takes um, six radiant damage uh, as you grab it and just get like blasted with radiant energy that shoots through your body. You guys oh. see from the outside, his body was submerged in water. You see the lake just like ripple, like a shock wave goes through it real fast. All right, that didn't work. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, That's not going to work. Simple methods like this aren't going to work. You're not actually here. You're just here to talk with me. Okay, uh, you're Saloon, right? Yes, I'm Saloon. Okay. This. Yeah, what is, is that? Okay. 50,000 years ago. Oh, my gosh.
1: Listen, uh, speed it up. It seems like you're in a lot of pain, and I'm getting hurt right now.
0: So, like, get to the point where. 50,000 years ago, the gods Good, bad, all of us, doesn't matter. We all came together. Myself, Vecna, Bahamut, Morden, everybody. We all came together, and we eliminated a threat that was threatening the entire multiverse as we know it. Are they called the Silence? The Silent Ones, yes. You've heard of them, probably. God. The only thing we were able to do, we could not destroy them. They were like a being we have never seen before. They were not created by us. They were not created by the gods as we created all life as we know it. These were created by something... Else, someone else, and we could not stop them. The only thing we were able to do is imprison them, and we imprisoned them as long as we could. May bust it out. Or in the process of, yes, and they are coming. All right, so let me ask this What process did you do? to lock them up. Was it a ritual? Would you just, just use, we use an ancient magic ritual to lock them away as far as we could in the deepest corner of space in the deepest corner of the universe in the edge of space itself on the edge of time itself. And they have somehow found their way back and they are trying to replace us with them. That's what this is. Alright, so...
1: Is there actually any way to fight these not imprison them? Because you can't try the same trick twice. Hey
2: guys, I know I haven't seen you for a while. It's Nomo! So we started playing this game in heaven, me and my brothers. You remember them, him and... Oh god, I said his name wrong. Anyways, we play with these dice. They're from Easy Roller Dice. They're from someplace called Ohio. Either way, they're awesome, dude. These metal ones that I got, they're red with the numbers. I can't read the numbers, but they tell me that I've been doing really, really good. And we went to EasyRollerDice.com and we used the promo code CANTRIP, C-A-N-T-R-I-P, And we got 15% off our first order. You guys should go too. Okay, bye.
0: There may be a way to fight them. But unfortunately, that's out of our control as the curse, they have found a way to reverse it and put it on some of the gods instead of us. As much as I would hate to say it, as much as I would hate to admit it, We need all the gods' help at this point. Not all the gods helped us 50,000 years ago, only some of the gods. The lords of the Nine Hells, the lords of the Shadowfell, they did not help us. They have darker magic, they have darker energy, they have darker powers that can maybe eliminate a threat like this.
1: So you're telling me we gotta make a deal with the Nine
0: Hells to fight this thing? I'm saying we need to find a way to communicate with them, tell them what's going on, and make a deal. At least for now, a pact. All the gods, every mortal being, every god needs to band together to take care of the silent ones.
1: Was Vecna... Would Vecna be a part of the darker gods?
0: Vecna was... May I say... Well... I'm ashamed to admit at one point we had been together in a way before he was evil. But then he turned his ways. The Silent Ones, they came. He was able to help banish them, help imprison them. But then he continued down his evil ways. So
1: so you're saying that something that would harbor the power of Vecna is
0: potentially a key to this whole thing, Right possibly Vecna was one of the gods that helped us imprison them with the use of his magic and his necromancy he was able to it took all of us banding together it wasn't just one of us There was nine of us that banded together to help imprison these gods he was just one of the nine
1: alright I'm starting to get an idea of what we can do but I have a couple more questions what can the mortals do to help out
0: the mortals need to She like a sh- tear she sheds like from her face the mortals quite literally need to make a deal with the devil, at least for now.
1: All right. What can the order do? Because apparently they're back.
0: Yes. You, yes. They they, they they heard my call. I sent for help. They will help you. I will send send them this message. Tell them they will listen to you because you are talking to me. The order is under the control of you. Uh, they will follow your command. Okay. She sticks her hand out.
1: Alright, I go Kay. for it.
0: She grabs your hand and she like squeezes it really really tight and you feel a burning sensation really really quick. <sniffs> and then you look on the outside of your hand and you see a crescent moon shape that is burnt into your hand.
1: Palm or backhand? Back This isn't gonna turn me into a dog, is no, it? No, you're not gonna be a <laughs> fucking dog.
0: Alright. Alrighty then. I'll tell need, them you what's... need to find a way to communicate with the Lords of the Nine Hells, the Lord of the Shadowfell, the Lord of the Feywild, anybody that you can.
1: I will certainly... I promise I'll manage to talk to at least one of those parties, but... I... I'm gonna have to voice my concern at the idea of relying on beings of hell and dark means to save
0: the natural order you have to understand you won't just be working with the lords of nine hells shadowfell the feywild the other gods will be in assistance too
1: yeah but i mean as i, I don't know too much about the evil gods but i know they can be pretty tricky at times and if people are doing a decision like this out of fear someone's gonna take advantage of that I mean, in fact, that's what they're banking on, I would assume. But maybe why they're not even helping in the first place.
0: It's either this or the entire material realm or any realms of existence come under the control of the Silent Ones and everyone perishes, no matter what realm you're from.
1: What if I can do it? I'm controlling both an instrument of Bahamut himself and I have a weapon of Vecna or that channels Vecna's energy. The Simple
0: weapons of two different gods... ...are not enough to take care of all eight of the Silent Ones. Who says? Says all the gods that tried to fight them alone The gods years haven't ago. done
1: dick for us. I know that you aren't exactly in a position to tell me what to do... ...considering that you need my help. So I'm willing to help you and the gods. But afterwards, once we free... We're going to have another discussion... When we talk about this deal that humanity has with your alignment. Because if I have to go to hell itself
0: to save this land, to save your guys' ass. You're not just saving our ass, you're saving everyone in existence asses, paid Asher. I understand that, but I'm putting a lot of lives at
1: risk for right now, just the gods. Because I know it's saving all of existence. But really, what's the difference between letting the silence take over and letting the lords of the nine hells take over?
0: Because the silence will consume everything. And, and the everyone. hells
1: will abuse everything.
0: And the hells is something we can control and take over again, like we have many times in the past before. The hells have tried to take over many times. The gods step in. We stop them because we want natural order. This is a natural order we cannot stop this is not a godly order this is not something we created this is something somebody else somewhere else and something else created we have no control we have no domain we have nothing over top of it if the hells try to rise we will tell them to piss off and push them back to where they belong but for now we need all the help we can get
1: i'm doing this and i'll make damn sure That when this is over, I'd like both parties, both the gods and the devils, to be done with the natural realm, with the land, everything. Because so far, all I've seen is the gods do nothing, and then now they demand help from the people who beg for their forgiveness and ask for their blessings. And half the time they don't get anything so i'll help but afterwards we're renegotiating and i'm gonna start walking away
0: as you walk away she says i know may think eh, i know things may seem confusing now and scary and everything else different thoughts may be floating through your head right now and you may think that we're just trying to get our creations to help us but it's more than that and you will soon see the truth of everything that is happening and why you were chosen to come to me.
1: You'd be surprised at how many times someone has said, wait till you see the truth, and they've all end up dead at my hands or someone else's hands. As so. you say
0: that, you <laughs> splash back out of water, <gasps> catch your breath, and you guys see Paige <laughs> <Kay> just <laughs>
2: oh, God.
0: burst out of the water.
2: Oh, seven out of ten for the landing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Great, it's 70%. You all right?
1: What I'd like to do is just lay here on the ground in the lake <laughs> and just just let the waves take over me.
0: Okay, you lay there and let the waves just kind of like. <laughs>
1: and I slowly start getting up
0: as you yeah, stand up. So the back it, of your hand.
1: Open. Put my yeah. helmet on. Look at the mark.
0: Yeah. Aww. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you so. look at so the back of your hand where you felt that like that burning sensation where the crescent moon is, it's glowing a blue light like for a quick second, like it's, it's like there as you splash out of the water because you just came from the astral plane and then it phew, fades away. And uh, Emerald, Julian, and Jameson all see this and they all just take a knee to you.
1: No, 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 please stand. I'm oh, very
0: well. Does Gideon see this? Oh, yeah. All right. Because it was a big thing. You splashed out of the fucking water. No, I'm talking about the the,
1: the glow and the knee. Like, all that. It was pretty noticeable because, like, your hand was fucking just glowing. Damn it. All right. Um, So, I talked to Saloon. How did it go? About as well as I thought it would go. Um... Emerald, everyone. She has marked me. I take off like my gauntlet or whatever I have on, and like yeah. show her the mark. yeah. They
0: saw they saw it the glowing. They knew what it was as they got yeah. down. Yeah, so... they say they look at you and say the order is under your command. Yeah. So what did she say?
1: Where? Going to make a lot of bad decisions. We have to kind of communicate with Lords of the Shadowfell or the Nine Hells hmm. or something similar, and ask for their assistance. It's
2: pretty peculiar. Did you say Lord of the Shadowfell?
0: Shadowfell, um,
1: yeah. One of the.
2: Actually-
0: oh okay okay. I was like what.
1: <laughs> that's a possibility but uh-uh. I you know
2: what I may be able to help you with that and I turn and I stab
1: wait attack.
0: what roll a hit put a ah <laughs> do with advantage because he's not Surprise. this is a sneak attack yeah oh, first one's a 20. Oh, Okay, okay well. oh Jesus
2: that one it was
0: 20 alright roll yeah, you're, um. You're fucking roll stabbing. 2d4 plus your dex is a technically yeah. sneak attack so well no just yeah just 2d4 because this yeah. isn't like a harmony. yeah Okay, uh, make a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage, actually, because he uh, wasn't. I hit. have
2: advantage against magic.
0: Okay, so uh, it would be just regular then. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you stab him, and you feel this pain, just like in your like your just chest area where he stabs you. Pay. You see Taco out of existence.
1: Uh, listen, there's some things that you need to know. All right, I'm going to tackle Gideon to the ground. Okay. <laughs>
0: there's this more yep. to do. That's fair. you athletics Jack? Yep,
2: you can, yeah. 23.
0: 25. 25, I you go to tackle him, him and you just like. J- jump up and do <sighs> toe Yeah, <touch>. yeah. <laughs> just toe touches okay. and you miss. Listen, listen, listen,
2: listen. What? Okay, you know sometimes how people like eavesdrop on conversations? And you were talking to Darius, is that his name, through the thing? And you were wondering about. Well, I never told you where I was from because there's a whole thing where. You know, I, I swear to, to the gods, I am them from so. the Shadowfell. My god needs tack. He'll be back. He, that's, it's, look, look at the note. Like, grab the note. He will come back, he will be here.
0: Oh, yeah, as you stabbed him, the knife, the dagger fizzled away, too. You stabbed him, the knife practically went with him, just, like, that, like, vanished.
2: Plus, I need you to understand one very, very important thing. It was so exhilarating to stab Tack in the chest. <laughs> My God, have I been wanting that I moment am... since I met him. Oh,
0: yeah, Wolfish also went with him, because Wolfish is, like, magically attached to him, so Wolfish yeah. went pop with him. I so don't mind you guys that know. little thing. I'm
1: pulling out the hammer of souls.
0: And that is end- where we're ending this week's episode of We Can't Trip, a and d podcast. Thank you so much for listening to We Cantrip d &D Podcast. Shit is getting darker for Season 2, and I'm super excited. I'm taking a darker turn for this season. I'm going to make these guys make some deals they don't want to make. They're going to talk to some bad people. It's going to be fun. You can follow us on Instagram at we underscore cantrip underscore podcast, on Twitter at we cantrip pod, on Facebook at we cantrip dnd podcast, and you can find me on Facebook. Jesus, not Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at The Tharpening. Guys, easy roller dice. Use the word cantrip, C-A-N-T-R-I-P at checkout. Save 15% we am getting a lot of good rolls with these uh, Easy Dice uh, merchandise. Uh, Camera, go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, stupid rolls. Camera, go ahead. K underscore Ron underscore Stoppable on Instagram. Check me out.
2: Greg? Uh, Greg Plays Games. That's Greg with two Gs on uh, Instagram
1: and on Xbox Live. Uh, Ian? Ian? uh simtaz s-i-m-p-t-a-z instagram
0: instagram twitter playstation all right thank you guys so much for listening to we can DD podcast again just one more time before you guys like before we sign off thank you so much this is awesome like we're on season two Namaste. we finished the first campaign like we're getting crazy rolls ever since we got this new merch from easy roller like we're doing. We're planning on doing more live shows. We're talking to like local shops about maybe doing some cons next year. Some you know tables and stuff. Oh, I didn't tell you about that, did I? Yeah. No. Yeah, get some table setups, doing some like live events and some cons and stuff. Yeah, gonna be sweet. Yeah. So if you are in the Ohio area and you know uh, All American or you know all those uh, the local ones like that, yeah. Shit. Big stuff coming. Yeah, super excited. Oh yeah, next week. If you guys listen to this now, our friend Christian Stakely, A.K.A. Beans the Paladin. Is coming up to Ohio for my wedding, and he is going to do a bachelor party one shot for us. And he is going to DM, and we are playing all different characters. This is going to be just a little one off. He is going to DM, and it's going to be one hell of a fun time. We are super excited. We're going to be drinking. We're going to be playing. We're going to be laughing, and we're probably going to be end up dying too at the same time. It's just one shot, so who gives a shit about our characters? Thanks, guys, so much for listening to Week for d d podcast. We will see you next week. Bye. Peace.
2: Peace. Bye.